Hey, what it do, what the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. Hey, B, what up? Hey, man, what's happening, man? It's your man, Animal Brown. Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social. Absolutely, man. I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy, coming off a fresh Mother's Day weekend, man. You get to holler at Mom Duke, do some special stuff? Absolutely, man. Definitely reached out to her. Salute to all the moms out there, yours, mine, everyone listening. Triple salute. We are lucky enough to have some fantastic moms. So oh, um, salute to everybody out there listening. That's a mom, too, for sure. Absolutely, man. Shout out to all the mothers out there. Like you said, your mother, my mom. Raise some good people if we should say so myself. Uh, this is an action-packed week, 515's week in review with the On Deck TV show. This week, Lil Wayne ended the show early because he had a problem with how young money was getting treated. Your man, TK Kirkland, who raised him, mm-hmm. says Jay-Z might have hindered some Rock Nation artist's career. Conway dropped a new album. We want to know about Griselda's buzz. Of course, Lil Dirk dropped a single as well. And JD doesn't feel like one of his artists, his younger artists, is getting the recognition that he should. But first, A.B., we're going to start with DJ Clark Clint. DJ Clark Kent, excuse me, easy for me to say. Mm-hmm. He says in the typical New York bias bag that The Chronic is not a classic album because there is one skippable song is this a fair <laughs> point or is it new york bias uh no it's not a fair point and we have done a full episode on the definition of a classic album we have determined that you can have a classic album and still have a skippable song it's mm-hmm. more than just the music there's impact mm-hmm. there's the there's the magnitude of the records on there you can't tell me that you're not skipping one song on All Eyes on Me, bro. It's 26 songs on the fucking album. There's a there's a song you might not care for. Yeah. Does that mean it's not a, that just eliminated it from classic status when you got a versus worthy amount of songs <laughs> on there? Like, no, bro. Like, I, I I can't accept it. He went on to say during this little sit down he had with Angie Martinez, it's on a um, it's on a like a. I ain't gonna say a podcast, but it's a series called Iconic Records on YouTube. It's, it's actually kind of dope, and they're breaking down Big's double album. Mm-hmm. He went on to say that Big's double album is a classic. Um, you're not skipping nasty. DJ boy? Clark Kent. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. I wish someone had asked him about about the Blueprint or still or Illmatic. He, he mentioned Reasonable Doubt, Ready to Die, Life After Death. He mentioned those as being classics, and there's a skip on Life that's, After that's, Death. That's, you, that's you, nobody's listening to Nasty Boy. Nobody's listening to that song. That song is terrible, dude. And guess what? The album is still a fucking classic, dude. So you may not like the song on Chronic. The one he pointed out was called High Powered. That's the one with RBX. And now, okay, yeah, that song is a mid. That's fine. There's no fucking way you're going to tell me that album is not a classic. On Impact alone, much less the quality of the music. Yeah, and the impact heavy on that. Yeah. A lot of those albums that we named, like DJ Clark Kent's a cool, cool brother. We got to talk to him a couple of times down at a resort, just chilling at the bar. So I'm sure he doesn't have any ill will. But this is how that New York bias creeps up, bro. Like, I, it's not the chronic. There's no way that anyone that knows anything about music or rap is not going to consider that a classic. Okay. It could have two skippable songs. The Facts. impact of that, the impact of it, and if you were around and you were outside like we were to see this happen, like there was, there are very few albums that you can put in the same breath as The Chronic 
musically, of course, but even like we're talking about with impact and every other thing, even longevity that has gone with it. New York people seem to be a lot more critical of stuff that doesn't come out of there than they are of stuff that does come on there. Like they expect me to ride to infamous Mob Deep and call that a classic, but Dr. Dre's The Chronic isn't? Stop, bro. Stop. Just stop. Listen, he, he did say, he said Doggy Style Wars. He this did say fact. Reasonable Doubt. He did say Life After Death. He did say Ready to Die. He I'll, he said all of these albums do the same thing. They begin, they hold you in the middle, they hug you, and then they end. That's what classic albums do. And if you can't tell me that, the, if you tell me that The Chronic doesn't do that, then I don't know. I'm, we're listening to two different albums. I would have loved to hear what he thought about some Southern classics that we consider, or even some New Age classics. I, I would mm. love to hear what he thought about that. Like and listen. Recent classics. I'm sure there's an RBX fan out there that loves that fucking song. <laughs> like it just, bro, it just, just is what world it is. Dude. Record mentioning RBX on here twice. That's true. That's, that's nuts. <laughs> he gonna get a Google alert like, man, who talking about me? <laughs> With all due respect, this will likely be the last time. Job, right? Yeah. Come on, that's funny as hell. But, but yeah, but I know, this is a classic. He buys. I don't. I don't yeah. And, and I get it. It's it's cool. Every once in a while, like for him, Funk Flex, some big New York DJ, they'll, they'll have like a hot take that's drenched in New York bias. And I can understand why you would big up a reasonable doubt or you would big up the Biggie albums. They were there. They were outside mm. when that shit was in probably New York was probably crazy when that shit it was probably buzzing when that shit came out. And you probably had to be there. It reached us because that's just how great the music is. But you can't tell me that that's not the same for the chronic, bro. You can't yeah, tell me right. that LA wasn't doing what it was like. Like step outside of the Tim Boots dude for five minutes, put the chucks on, and picture how the chronic hit LA when it hit. Even though we all know it hit the whole world the same way, <laughs> you shouldn't even have to do that. He really tripping. What's the most? Well, first New York bias case. Also, I know you don't listen to the JBP, but they were talking about Puff. And um, JD's battle, and they worked up the nerve to say that JD would get smoked. But they were talking about if they broke it up into two, if they did twenty R and B and twenty rap, they said okay. JD would win the rap. I mean the R and B. Okay. They said he would get smoked in the rap. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, rap. Yeah, because you. Bro, you can't play Biggie trying, against yeah. Bow Wow, respectfully. Yeah. You can't do that. I guess what? What's JD biggest rap song with? Like Money Ain't a Thing or some shit like that? Well, yeah, he is solo. Yeah, that's your, yeah, of course that slaps, but there's there's too many big and there's too many records that can get that. You play Juicy against that, it's all with. Yeah, that's true. It's all with. You can wash that out if you wanted to. You can't play the Brat shit. Even though the Brat shit is hot, but it's not that, though. You can play Functified. What is that beating, though? <laughs> beating one more Victory. chance? <laughs> Hey, come on, dude. Like, and that, I fuck with the bread. That's not beating one more chance. Damn, who is the strongest rap artist that JD could play? Like, I don't even know now. It's the beat to the old dub. You know what I'm with your love. That's, you know, crazy. that's, that's crazy. Let me crisscross jump. We moving on from that because I don't <laughs> even like the embarrassment as a southerner <laughs> from that. Uh, uh, what's the most undeniable before we move on? What's the most undeniable southern hip hop classic to you? Uh, to me, uh, I would say ATA lens or Equimini. Equimini, I was not gonna say Equimini. Yeah, to me that it, just don't even talk to me if you don't think that's a classic. We just go, just yeah, go the other way. I'll go this way. Y'all don't run. 
that I'd run on all four coasts and in the mid. Four hundred degrees so, too. To us, I could see New what? York niggas hating. On, I could see New York niggas hating on that though. I can see I them can hating see on that. anything, but I'm saying. That is true. That is true. 400 degrees is undeniable. Don't get it. For me, mine was riding dirt. Mine oh, well, yeah, that too. Yeah. So The yeah. Fix? I think The Fix is a classic. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, 100%. But yeah. I yeah, love to hear some thoughts from the New York guys on that one. What we got next? Uh, next up, man, Rap Caviar. Of course, we're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, so the 50 lists are popping left and right this week. Rap Caviar teamed up with Spotify and they did the top 50 beats of all time. I'm going to give you a quick look at the top five. You tell me, man, if this was accurate or no. Um, mm. Actually, I'll give you 10. Number 10, Missy Elliott, Get Your Freak On. Number nine, Travis Scott, Sicko Mode. Eight, Mike Jones, Still Tipping. Seven, the aforementioned Puff, All About the Benjamins. Six, Kanye Power. Five, Lil Wayne, Amelie. Four, B.I.G. Who Shot You. Three, The Clips Grinding. Two, Your Man's Mob Deep Shook Ones. And number one, greatest beat of all time, Dr. Dre Steel DRE. I'm not mad at number one being Dr. Dre's Steel DRE. I would have went with um, Explosive. Mm. I think that Explosive is the best beat on that fucking album. Maybe mm. Dr. Dre's best beat. Maybe personal preference. The thing that stuck out to me the most, AB, when I was reading this list, and mm-hmm. you're gonna re- you're gonna relate to this. I don't know if it was the first thing that stuck out to you. It was the first thing that stuck out to me. Talk to me. I looked through all fifty. For sure. And at first, I even I missed I missed the four hundred degrees at first and didn't even see that. I said, "How is it possible that you're gonna make a beat list and not have one beats by the pound, no limit beat on there? How is it possible?" Or Manny Fresh. I missed that Manny Fresh respectfully the first time so i sure. give them that because it ain't a lot of people on here overrepresented so i couldn't expect more than one right so they did get that high or that many fresh right but i just couldn't believe it was no beats by the pound beats on here. they on here what it's two what number 39 i'm about it that's on here and number 45 down for my niggas see murder I'm shout out to okay. KLC okay. and two I see on that him. True Master P. Okay. All right. And that, and yeah, that was going to be my takeaway. I was surprised that there was two No Limit songs on here. I, I, see murder. Oh, okay. I see it. Okay. Okay. Hey, I said, I said, you know what? Because I was going to shit on the top 10. But I said, let me look at the whole list. And I respected uh-huh. that they had a Manny Fresh on here. Although you could say back that ass up might be more influential with the, with the orchestra and all that type of shit. Like that was a dope symphony sample. But they had two No Limit songs. I was like, okay. Okay. All right, I ain't mad. They got three All six right. beat on here and everything. Like I'm Thanks. nigga dipset. I see the Look, dipset anthem on there. I'm yeah, not. Okay. I'm actually not All mad right. at this, bro. I'm gonna keep it a band. This is like, solid the top list. ten. I could throw some every shit one of these songs with the exception of that mob deep shook ones. Every one of these songs I could remember and hear it playing in my head when I read it. So that's a good thing. Of course, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Grinding has to be top three, though. I, I I'm glad that was up there. If that would have been number one, I wouldn't have been mad at it. Yeah, facts. You can always get that off as number one. That I feel like that Mike Jones Paul Wall is is overrated. But I see a lot of people giving that. The reason I say overrated, not just because of this list, I see a lot of people giving that love. It's like, ah, oh, that beats fire. Maybe I'm missing it. What about you as a music? Like, I like it. Beat, I like you it like a lot. It, it, I, it deserves a top ten because it's tricky because you want to separate the song from the beat. And so mm-hmm. if I just heard the beat playing by itself, would I be like, oh shit? 
I don't know. I don't think so. That's a good, that's a good question. I don't look at sure. the rest of the. This is the other top tens. Like all of those are fucking like. I just don't put that Mike Jones still tipping in the category with like sicko mode. That'd be hard. Get your freak on like Millie. Like yet all of these is like undeniable. Yeah, them, them be um. That cream yeah, be just, hard that, too. Though. I'm gonna be real. That cream be just hard, be hard nothing but a G thing. We gonna make it be uh, hard as fuck on here. Facts. It, it's some beats on here. Now they, I, I'm not mad. I don't I got hate five this. on it. Facts. That I, I'm not. I don't hate this. They even got rich boy throw some D's. That be hard. They, they, they did their thing on here. This was good. This was good. I missed the no limit ones. I was ready to come shit on it because I didn't see the no limits there. I guess I scanned over it too quickly. But yeah, they did their job. Did it. They got the two no limits. The one Manny Fresh. Every all every. I can't think of one. The only beat that I'm thinking of. And it's just personal preference that wasn't on there. It's maybe that devil in a blue dress. Because mm-hmm. um, it's it's a, it's a handful of Kanye's you could really put on. Yeah, you could just really go like, wait till I get my money right. That's uh, well, I I like um, and this is gonna be it's commercial as fuck, but I, but they got power, which is dumb commercial. I like the him and Twister though. I like how he chopped that up though. Ooh, the slow, uh, yeah, the slow, slow jams. jams. I thought I, I always remember was a when fan that first that. came out. We had that on repeat for like pause for like Jesus. 20, we listened to it like twenty times. That's that, just how the beat was. Yeah, that'd be crazy though. So okay. I feel like everybody's represented on here though. Yeah, this, this is, is a good there's list. South, there's West. There's yeah, this Pop. Is a good list. YG. They missing your boy. What's that beat you? Your boy Adrenaline Rush. Let's go, Twister. Let's go. I thought of that when I see this too. It should have been number fifty one, nigga, at least. That that adrenaline was beat as hard. Yeah. But they got Chief Keith, they got Midwest. Like this is solid. Like, yeah, they yeah, they're solid. I mean, Newer that, stuff, older stuff. I, I ain't mad at this. Man. Stuff. Yeah, I, I I'm fucking with this list. One hundred percent. In the club, maybe could have been on here. In the club. No, in yes. the club beat is kind of nuts. Yes, that definitely but they probably want to get Dre too much love because he got like three on him. That's true. That's a good point. That's true. All right. Next man, your man's Lil Wayne. If you guys do not know, he is on tour showing love, doing his thing. Get you a ticket. Go check the show out. If you can bear with his young money artists. (laughs) And in his last show stop, the crowd was not bearing with it at all. They didn't get any love. And Wayne took time out and addressed it and ended the show Early, AB, what do you make of Lil Wayne taking offense to people really not fucking with his Young Money artist? This was very strange. Number one, I had no idea Young Money still existed. That's number one. That's funny. Number two, I, I told you on here we talked about. Oh yeah, you sure did. Yeah, I, yeah. I I, I couldn't that, name that, one. That, it's a forgettable group. I don't know one of them either. That that's number one. Number two. He did. First of all, if you want a ticket, it's a wrap. This was the very last show on the damn thing, so maybe he just wanted to go home. Ah, early. that's why he did that. Then. Um, they said he he got there three and a half hours late. Oh, man. Started the show, had an intermission with his Young Money crew. People allegedly weren't fucking with it. Wayne grabs the mic and says, "Man, we're not going to keep bending over backwards for these people." And he's talking to his Young Money artist, dude, who I've never seen in my life. Salute to him. He on stage on Wayne tour, so shout out to him. But I didn't know who he was. He's telling him, man, we ain't got to bend over backwards for these people. The Young Money artist is looking confused. He's like, nigga, I don't know what this nigga's talking about. I don't know where this is going or what. He said, so we ain't got to deal with this shit. We're out. And he abruptly ends the show, says, thank you, and, walk, and they walk off. People are like, dude, what the fuck was that? So not only did you get there late, but you cut the show off early because niggas wasn't fucking with your young money artists. That's a very strange play 
for someone like Wayne, who is notoriously, notoriously infamous, or should I say famous for showing love to his fans and showing gratitude to his fans. He always does it. He ends his shows saluting his fans. He ends interviews saluting his fans. He's very gracious and always shows a lot of gratitude to the people that support him. So this is a very strange way of ending the tour, just abruptly doing it and kind of shitting on the crowd. I thought it was, it was very out of character for Wayne. Mm. Here's what it sounds like to me. Um, he got there late for whatever reason, running three hours late, and you had scheduled for the young money people to come do their thing, probably as you had done many other dates that you weren't late. But sure. the venue people was like, no, bro, like we got to stick to a time. I'm not trying to pay no overage fees. Like we got to cut the young money shit out of here. And Wayne act like, or it seems like he wanted to do it anyway. Mm. And not only were the venue people not fucking with it, the crowd wasn't fucking with it. Nigga, we've been sitting here for three hours. No. We want to hear young money junior come no. and perform. We came to hear and listen to Lil Wayne. I'm, I can't side with Wayne on this, bro. No, like, no. don't nobody want to hear that shit, man. We don't even know these niggas, bro. If they had a hit song or some shit like that, then cool. You can bring one of them out and do the song. But if you're running three hours late and I pay for tickets to this concert, oh, mm -hmm. I want all the smashes, bro. <laughs> you need to make up for this. If you ain't going to stay late, then I need every hit that you done. And I need, I don't want to hear no other. I don't want to hear nobody. I don't care who you suggesting, your new people. None of that matters to me because you were running three hours late. As a fan, I want to see that. The promoters were probably worried about that. Like, bro, like, you bullshit. He mm. probably was getting pushed back when he was backstage and they were performing. Like, man, get them niggas off of the stage. So, hence the, we ain't got to bend over backwards. And hence the artists not really knowing what's going on because they was out there trying to perform. But this is, Wayne, this is not a good look, bro. You're coming into the twilight stage of your career. We're expecting you to be more of a boss. Doing shit like this don't like you got to put two and two together and make it work, bro. Like if I'm late, I can't let the little niggas get on. Like I just got to do my thing and we out of here. You're not yeah. paying a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars to stay on there late. No, nah. you ain't gonna leave that on the promoter, are you? Like what's going on, bro? Come on. This is a very strange situation. Young Money hasn't had a charted song since 2014 when they compilation, um, Young Money Rise of an Empire came uh -huh. out, bro. The current acts, Euro, Flow. Hoodie baby, vice versa. You can stop now, bro. Who the fuck? Who is that? You can stop. I don't know who those little twist. He's still on there. Like, bro, what? <laughs> I don't believe little twist still on there. Still, he holding on strong, bro. That's, I, that's that's actually commendable. Yeah, I get to him. Yeah, he's showing. He definitely showing loyalty. I don't, he bro. It, it, there's, there's nothing. There's no main attraction. He's not even. I, I remember when I went to Benny the Butcher's show and he had his homeboys come out and niggas was looking like, bro, this ain't it. Like these niggas ain't it. I, I get it. It's big for. It's a big deal for them. They're getting experience. That's cool. You can do one, two, maybe three joints. Then they got to get up out of there. You have to know. You had to. You got to read the room, bro. Got to read bro, the room. And this ain't it. Let me tell you the reason that I enjoyed the last concert that I went to was at Pusha T. Yeah, the reason that I enjoyed that so much, it wasn't none of that. I y'all paid to see me. I don't even think that nigga had an opening act, bro. Mm -hmm. Like he came out 
on time as soon as the show started like the music was playing like at 8 30 if it started mm-hmm. at 8 30 the music was playing at 8 30 and you was hearing him talk like i'm gonna come out and it mm-hmm. wasn't no intermission it wasn't like bro i came and paid to see you so i just thought of that when you saying benny like yeah it's cool to have the uh what is it, soprano family whatever Black soprano, is. yeah that's cool bro if you up in buffalo but like you down here in the hey nigga we paid to see you yeah. And like you said, maybe one, two, three songs. That's it, bro. Max. Nah, I ain't coming here like I don't, don't want to see none of this shit, bro. Now, get, I'm not now, even I, listening to new niggas. Like you don't even digest music that way. I no. can't listen to nothing. Like it, the song would have to be goddamn near in the club for you to <laughs> listen to a new nigga and be like, oh, that's a hit when he up there rapping. Cause you just you're not there for that, bro. <laughs> like I don't want to hear none of this shit, nigga. Your expectations aren't there. There's, it's too big of a shoe to fill for a no-name nigga to get up there and do a song. Like you said, it would have to be a fucking... I can't tell you the last time I heard a nigga on stage that I didn't know and walked like, away like, hey, that nigga was hard. That's happened yeah. maybe one time. Maybe. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about maybe one time, bro. Like, that's so hard to do. That's why I commend people for doing I commend up and coming acts for doing mics, it. That's not easy yeah, to do. All of that shit. That shit, yeah, that's hard. Hey, it's hard to sell a crowd. Travis Scott was probably one. When we seen him in um yes, in Revolt. The water. Yeah, we knew now, that nigga put a show on. It was on. gonna be something. And yeah. it was like 30 <laughs> people out there, and he was like, oh, that nigga still was turned. I was like, oh, okay, this nigga, he got it. Whatever the fuck it is, he got that shit. <laughs> He Outside left an impression. Well, I still remember that performance. That was what ten years ago, damn near. Man, eight years ago. Yeah, yeah I still that was remember crazy. that. Oh yeah. 100%. Um. Next up, man. T.K. Kirkland, uh, friend of the show, kind of, sort of, mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Um. He was on a, a YouTube show called Art of the Dialogue, which is slick popping right now. They got some good stories on there. Um. Mm-hmm. And he was told that a music exec, he didn't name told him that Jay-Z purposely hindered the careers of the Rockefeller artists so that they wouldn't be bigger than him. Um, do you specifically, he, an example was being a Siegel. Do you believe that that could be the case? Man, the reason that I'm so torn is because this isn't the first time that I've heard this. Mm. Petey Crack was saying this, I mean, as much as Petey Crack could say it. Yeah. But he was saying that he had buzz and he felt a similar way. We all know the young Chris thing. Yeah. Like with people claiming he was still a young Chris floor or whatnot. So I see it. I can understand it. But you and I were having a pre-talk before the show about structure and having structure and shit set up. I could see Jay looking at them niggas and being like, y'all niggas not ready for this shit, bro. Yep. Like even even with his nigga, like we heard him say about beans in the song. Yep. We heard that clear as day. But even in the sense of if you like peel a layer back and look at what Jay is doing now, trying to open a casino, doing the NFL shit, like big boy moves. That ain't really any different from what Dane was doing, except Dane was doing it with fucking pro kids yep. and defunct, uh defunct clothing brands like a lot of low-level bullshit. I could see Jay looking at it and being like, y'all niggas ain't thinking big enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to try to convince y'all niggas. I'm going to do it alone. I'm a Sagittarius. I can understand that thought process that Jay would have because he is too. I get it. That ain't to say that TK not right, though. To those people looking and explaining it and saying, man, I used to work with Jay and kind of un- not understanding him because I'm not thinking that those guys had 
as tight knit relationships as they thought they had with right. him. So Jay not looking at it like this, is my man's. I got to sit him up and put it on. Jay looking at it like you and I were just talking before the show. Oh, I see it. You don't see it. I'm not gonna hold your hand, my nigga. I'm gonna take advantage of it, yep. and I'm gonna keep moving. If you can't keep up, then I'm sorry for you. As we've seen with Jay, how he's progressed now, and the rest of those people. Yeah. Like, I can only hinder you so much if you got talent and you got the drive to get there. You can say Jay-Z did this, that, and the third, but still, I don't hear from you niggas now. Yeah. Y'all have had plenty of opportunities since Jay been gone to capitalize off whatever success that you did have previously. So I'm not going to blame him for it. Did he probably take advantage of situations that he could put other niggas on? Yeah. But he wanted to make sure he was good. And I don't think that he thought them other niggas would do that. I mean, if that's the case, did he hinder Kanye West? Did he hinder Rihanna? Rihanna? Did he hinder just Blaze? All them motherfuckers is on. Like, they good. <laughs> Emery. It's all like, these, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bro, so I look at it like this, and you're right. This is this plays into what we were speaking about off air. I watched Rich Paul interview on Rap Radar, and he talked about how he was getting ready to get started on the book, his own book. And Jay-Z reached out to him like, hold on, you been you finna do the book? We got the Rock Nation books over here. He like, Jay, I don't know nothing about no Rock Nation books, nigga. When y'all start that shit yesterday, nigga? He like, give me a week, man. I have my people reach out to you. He sat down with them. They they gave him the play. And he was like, oh, okay, y'all got y'all shit together. Then let's run, let's run it. And the, the point of that story was, in order for you to be put on, you need to be in position to receive the put on. Now, I don't know if... Beanie Siegel, state property. I don't know if they were in position to receive the put on because the stories we have heard, Beanie Siegel went about three or four roses the same color, nigga, with the check. So if a nigga going out and making plays like that, Beanie will tell you he wasn't really in the right state of mind back then. Jay been yeah. on business, nigga, since day one. If as far back as we can remember with the S dots, bro. Like once he got the S dots and shit, it was he was out of here. We yeah. seen that coming. So mm-hmm. back then, Jay is on that type of wave. Beanie on the wave of getting the same whip seven times over. He might not have been ready to receive the put on, dude. And then you look back at it later when maybe you're in a space to receive it. And you're like, man, bro, why you ain't throw me the oop? You had the oop. I found out you had the oop. You ain't throw it to me. So now that means you hindered me. I, and to be fair, this isn't coming from Beanie. Let's be clear. This is coming from an executive that TK didn't name. So we not, I ain't saying I ain't going to put that on Seagull like that. He hasn't said this. But I'm just giving the perspective of sometimes that's how things can see when you're the when you're the person or when you're an outsider and you might see a play that could be made that a nigga didn't make and you like damn why he didn't put your man on mm, but you're not mm. there day to day you don't know what, what niggas got just, going on so absolutely it, it's tricky. that's the slip that's the slippery slope too yep being around successful people and you probably can attest to this as well being around successful people and like just paying attention to their nuances. One thing that they hate is complacency. Yeah. Like if you if you're talking to a successful person, they hate a motherfucker that's like, I'm good, or going to continue to do the same shit and get the same results. No. Yeah. You talked about buying six, seven, eight cars. Like Jay probably will see that. Not a, and, and this is this is why I say it's a slippery slope. Cause as your homeboy, you can't address that and be like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Like what what like we got plays. But at the same time, as a successful person, you looking at it like, bro, I have to school you on this. Yeah. Like, if I got to tell you this, no. then when we get in the room with the NFL and we're doing the fucking casinos and shit, like, 
How can I trust you to be able to handle that type of responsibility? And that's the reason that successful people hate complacency, bro. Again, talking about the conversation that we had before this, you always got to be on the lookout for the next thing. You got to yeah. be on the lookout for like, how am I going to continue to build on what the fuck I have? Because even Jay-Z, he'll build you up. Yeah. I'm still trying to open casinos. I'm still trying to make these plays. These other niggas that we talking about, no disrespect to them, I ain't heard a play yet. Right. I ain't heard one play. And again, you can attest to this. I can attest to this. Being around successful men, being around successful people in general, that, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. Oh, I'm cool with where I'm at. Oh, I'm going to show up 15 minutes late. Oh, let me smoke this blunt and drink this beer first. All of that shit, oh, I'm yeah. gone. Because they on an ascension, bro. And yeah. you you, you dragging the ship down with your little bullshit that you got to get in. And yeah. it never works. And niggas that successful notice that shit quickly and they start moving different. They then niggas like, oh, man, he fake. Oh, man, he ain't real. What did he say? What did he say at the beginning? He stifled me of these opportunities. Nah, bro, I peeped game and you nope. didn't. Nope. So. Uh, um, what's the name say that all Yayo say it all the time, nigga. 50 ain't never been late. Not one exactly. time, nigga. And if you late, if you on this team and you late, then you ain't on this team no more. And that's that's one time. so reasonable to me. Like yep. a nigga that made that much money, that's reasonable. Yep. Like if I'm rolling with you, nigga, and you know that I never late, but still you feel like you can pull up 15 minutes early, bro. What are we doing? Yeah. Not only are you wasting whoever time, like you wasting my time. <laughs> Most importantly, it's yeah, like. Successful people don't go for that bullshit, bro. Like they don't like they will not let you hinder their path. Yeah, it's interesting yeah. though, man. I, I but I, I don't. It seems like a miscommunication, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like again. I'm not putting the onus on Jay Z to hop to hold niggas' hands, but I also am putting a little onus on him because I I just think that those niggas felt like they were closer than what they I were. agree. And Jay was looking at it like, nah, nigga, we. We co-workers, bro. We business partners, exactly. You know what I'm saying? We co-workers at the, yep. at the end of the day. It's not for me to make you understand this shit. You can peep. You can ask me questions. That's yep. another thing successful people love when you can ask them about what they do. Yep. And pick up game from them that way. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a slippery slope, man. All right, A.B., from here, Griselda's own Conway the Machine dropped a brand new album. Very quietly, I might add. I seen I seen the freestyles going around. My homeboy sent it to me on IG. I haven't got to click on it yet, but I got a simple question for you. Do you feel like that Griselda wave has died down? Yeah, it has. Um, the new album is called Won't He Do It? Uh, it's pretty good. I like it. I do like it. So the material mm. is there. It's not as if it's trash or mid. It's actually pretty solid. It's got some good joints. It's quiet. They've had a quiet year. Um, if Benny dropped, I don't remember. Um, I feel like Westside Gun, who is the don't take this the wrong way, but like the, the mascot, he's the face of it. He hasn't dropped anything this year. He's been relatively quiet. And maybe this is done on purpose. Maybe they chill they chilling right now, but that flag isn't as high in the sky as it was two, three years ago. And I'm not even necessarily saying that this is the worst thing in the world because they seem to be doing very well. I watched a documentary with Conway on YouTube, and he was in, in countries uh, from here to fucking Norway with packed shows and they word for word. So obviously they, they did something right. And maybe they just kind of sat out these last couple of months touring and all of that shit. Everybody in the crowd had to merch on. So you global out here. So they're winning for sure. 
But in terms of the wave, though, the wave has definitely died down. And I think it's because, and we talked about this before, they're in a very niche lane. Mm -hmm. They're not on radio. They're not doing a bunch of huge Breakfast Club interviews or syndicated radio interviews. And that is the trouble with being in that lane is that you could be here today and that wave can be gone tomorrow because you don't have a machine. You don't have a huge fan base propping you up, waving the flag for you. They don't get a lot of support from New York radio. They talked about that, which is the biggest radio market in the country or probably the world. And so they're not getting support there. They're damn sure not getting it down here or on the West Coast. That's where it can be a hindrance to not being on a big boy major or not making commercial records or not doing getting Chris Brown on your song. It could be a hindrance. You can still be successful, but you could be out of sight, out of mind. And I don't want it to be that way because I think they're talented and they're still putting out good music. What do you, you think the wave is, is, is quiet? Is it OV? Yeah, I think it might be over for these fellas. Um, as far as the ascension, you know, I'm, I've said it with, we were talking a long time ago about Rick Ross. Like, I, I don't think that they would ever be as hot as they were. Mm-hmm. Not meaning that they won't be as successful. They'll come continue to push stuff out, but they're never going to reach that white hot heat that they had when everybody was talking about Griselda. When the nigga mm-hmm. did the show, the Tonight Show with the long flow coat on. That's when it was the time. And like you said, that's when you should have played the game a little bit. The Chris Brown songs, the the R and B diva song where you coming and tearing that motherfucker up for sixteens. You spoke about New York radio. Just what what are they gonna put on there? Yeah. Like when you go get a J Cole, and to our point, you go get a J Cole. I bet that Johnny P's caddy is That's on true. New York radio. You know what That's I'm saying? True. Stuff like that. But making too much stuff to cater to a fan base. To, again, probably not checking for radio. Like they play, they download the mixtape as soon as they come. But again, we're speaking of growth. We're speaking of maintaining the level, then growing up from there. I think that they plateaued. Like and like you said, those brothers are very talented. Yeah, stretching what you do a little bit. I don't feel like would have got too more too much off brand in order for you to continue to ascend and not just plateau where you are. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's like we said. Westside said he was retiring. Mm-hmm. Penny, I feel like has the strongest possibility of kind of crossing over and doing more mainstream stuff, but I ain't really heard from him since the Freddie Gill stuff. This Conway, I mean Conway gonna be Conway. I don't really think that he's a marketable act unless he was doing the R and B shit on Conway should have got on some big shit. Like big mm. plan. Like he should have got on some big shit. That would have been a perfect lane for him. Found him a, a total or something like yeah. Yeah, one of those songs. Like Conway could have got in that bag because he kind of fits that description. He ain't the yeah. He ain't the pretty boy rapper or nothing like that. He got the scrunch stuff face. Like you hear that nigga barn some shit up on a, a dope ass poppy song. Like motherfuckers gonna start. Who is that? Oh, he's one of those yeah. dope rapper guys. So I just they missed a lot of opportunity, man. When they could have put it on another level, and now I think that ship is sailed. Do you think? Do you think if somebody came to Conway with like a juicy type? Cause remember, Big didn't want to do that shit. Yep, they played juicy. He was like, bro, what is this? Obviously, it turned out to be what it be. Do you think they'd even a accept something like that and b would it work, or would it be, or would it look like me out reaching? From the, I think the right person would have to present it to him. Like even outside of West Side being the brains, it would still have to be someone with some more skin in the game. Like if a puff, just like it was a puff presented to big. Like if somebody big like that had had that mainstream success and told him like, nah, bro, 
just get you one of these, just one of these, bro. Yeah. You ain't got to do it every quarter, just one of these, a year yeah. maybe. I think that they would have been receptive of it. Cause uh, I don't yeah. like this. I, I don't think the set like those dudes are so authentic and so Buffalo. They they true to where they from. I don't think that the sellout thing is a question. It's just an expansion of the art. Like put what you do in front of more people. You can modify it a little bit, but you just not reaching enough people to kind of get as big as they able to get. I agree. Um, an artist who has ascended in these recent years, Lil Dirk, man, dropped a new single. His new album, Almost Healed, is around the corner. He dropped the first single called All My Life featuring J. Cole. Uh, the song talks about kind of him rebranding himself, cleaning up the act a little bit. Um, Dirk also came out and said that labels have offered him money to beef with other rappers to kind of go against what he is trying to do. Uh, my question, A, what did you think of the song? B, what do you think of the rebrand? And C, what do you think about these labels offering him money to beef with other rappers? I was surprised at the song. I was not expecting Trick Daddy for the kids from Lil Dirt. Did Trick Daddy do a song like this? Yo, yeah, yeah, I'm a thug. It sounds like I'm a thug. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That With right the there. That. Yeah. Yes, that. Um, I wasn't expecting that from Dirk. Guess I should have with the title almost healed. Guess this is part of his healing process. I'm not really mad at this though. I ain't really mad at the nigga growing up. We've seen it. He's a lot more successful than he has been understanding that this is a part of success, maybe leaving some of the old shit behind and going to get J. Cole, a nigga that's going to fucking tear the roof off that motherfucker when he go on there. So I'm not mad at the song or the rebrand. Mm -hmm. I, I think the rebrand is smart too, especially entering like Dirk probably going to be what, 30, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming he getting up there in age. It ain't all about switches and old block no more. And plus, he's lost people like Vaughn and, and other people of that nature. So he knows the consequences of this game, his brother. Yeah. So be, having a lot of money, seeing success, I'm sure helps him to see stuff differently from when he was when he was making music. And I'm proud that he's growing up and able to do this. Now, I don't want him to do this all the time. We still need the war stories of where you're from. But I do think that it's good that he's acknowledging like I'm growing up. I want... I want to put a positive and be a positive impact to kids and in the world more positive than I've been. I got to commend that. Um, NBA Youngboy definitely tried to disrupt that piece. He I was saw. trying to throw the beef out there. They were supposed to drop on the same date. I'm not sure what happened. Man, yes, I believe that they offer them money for this. And if you paying attention, a couple of weeks ago, he came out and said he was being blackballed. Mm. Now I'm wondering Is that because A couple of labels Hit him up And been like Hey man Young boy Finna come out Y'all do this beef thing We can really get the meter going Cause it's been slow in hip hop So what do you think About that dirt And they're like Fuck no Like it ain't yeah. no money Worth that because My niggas is about To shit for real Like you're not just Gonna pay me to beef With a nigga And it's gonna be on TV And see like Somebody's gonna get hurt and I, I like him having The foresight He didn't say this of course Right right I'm right I'm saying this right? I'm just basing this off that But I think he has the foresight to know, like, them Chicago niggas and niggas that's his age came up from where they come from, right? It ain't just sort of beef. Like, he, if he has that beef with these rappers, like, yeah, you can give me some money as a label, but now I got to be worried when I'm touring, when I'm outside. Yep. And that ain't worth it. I can just put some shit out like this with J. Cole and make some money. So I do believe the labels did that, trying to recreate old shit that we used to see in hip-hop, but I don't think it's on that no more. All yep. that who got smoke shit, that's, that's dead. Yeah, that's over with. Um, so the song, I thought the song was okay. I'm gonna be real. I, I'm not a Dirk fan when he sings or harmonizes. I'm just not a fan. It doesn't sound good to me. 
Um, J. Cole, he's been on a killing spree for a couple years now with the features, and this was no exception. Man, he murdered Jesus this. Christ, boy. I'm talking about he murdered it. And I, and I will give a nigga like Dirk props for having Cole on here and being okay with getting murdered. He's perfectly yeah. fine with that. And I, I, res- I actually respect that because I could see somebody not wanting to do this in fear of people saying, man, he killed you on your own shit. That was a big thing back in the day. Yeah. But niggas who aren't on the level of Cole, which there aren't many, but Dirk is not. They're not the same. They're not even the same type of artist to even be on that. So that's not a shot. 21 right. Savage, he's not on that level. They, they, people aren't on that level. And Cole is cleaning them up, but I, but we're not shitting on them for that happening because they're they're opening up to that and they're collaborating with him, even though you wouldn't think you'd have there'd be a world when they'd be on the same song. Um, so I props to that. Are the labels paying for the beef? Absolutely. <clears throat> Nigga, beef is impressions, it's yeah. TikTok videos, it's YouTube videos, it's streams, it's 100 percent And I believe NBA Youngboy is falling for that. Because he be on he be on shit. He he, he named Drake the other day. It was, like, it's like he has to be getting a bag. That's the only you explanation. The niggas the in the middle is, of Utah, bro, on house arrest. Why are you just say, him? <laughs> that's <laughs> the difference. That's the difference. <laughs> That's the difference with a nigga like him saying, okay, yeah, run it, and a nigga like Dirk. Like, all NBA Youngboy doing is sitting in some mansion in Utah shooting videos, bro. He ain't got to go outside. The nigga on house arrest, I think, for the next two years. So if I beef, like, niggas don't even know where I am. Nigga, who's pulling up to Utah without it looking fucking suspicious, nigga? I can see if he was in L.A. or something, it would have been some pop spoke shit, so yeah, I got to be careful. But nigga, in Utah? And this is something that I don't know. Right, like I let's niggas just be hanging out in Utah, and I'm not aware of this. Like it's easy for a nigga like NBA Young Boy to beef and 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 beef with and mention everybody in the world because I've been in this fucking house right here for the last year and a half, nigga. Yeah, like, come on, bro. That I don't think anyone should respect that. That's just gimmicky. And he got a bigger fan base, and I don't even understand. Like other than him being young and impressionable, and people telling him, "Hey, you should do this." Like what? What's the it's- thought process, bro? And he's done interviews on Billboard where he was like, man, some of the things I said, you know what I'm saying? I can see people doing, like, I can see people being influenced and da-da-da-da. And then he come out and do this. It just it just be, I, I don't know. I, I, that's over my head. I, I'm, I'm I like these just, old niggas talking like about John Moran when it comes to NBA Youngboy. They go over my head. I don't, I'm missing it. I'm going to come clean. The John Morant shit is funny. But, yeah, I, I, I don't get the NBA Youngboy stuff either. I think it's just because he's young. And he's like 23, I believe. Something that's really dumb, young Fuck. like that. Yeah, and that nigga been rapping forever. So, and like you said, Dirk just turned. I mean, Dirk turns thirty-one later this year, so he yeah, he's starting to see things that. differently. Yeah, nigga, I'm grown with six kids. Nigga, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Dirk is saying that, of course. All right, man. Speaking of JD earlier, he had a beef to get off his chest about his artist, Young Dylan. AB, he said that hip hop is a young man's sport. And this this line was crazy. He said, "If hip hop is a young man's sport, I'm the young boy whisperer." Yeah, Don't ever was, say that again, Jay. Yeah, Don't nuts. ever say that again. That was that was nuts. I know what you meant, but just don't say that ever again. Yeah. So JD being the young boy whisperer, pause, Ooh. has an artist called Young Dylan, and Young Dylan ain't getting no love on the blogs. He ain't getting no love on the websites. He ain't on none of the uh dsp's playlist or anything like that and jd says that's a problem because his young boy is nice does he have a point yeah or does he, the guy need a co-sign no nah, he's got a, he's got a major point and i've said this for this years nice. 
No, no. It, but here's the thing, though. He said it doesn't even necessarily matter if the records are good or if you like nigga. Your site is called All Hip Hop. That's mm -hmm. all hip hop, nigga. You're just you're covering the different things that are out here for people to check out for and be on the lookout for, nigga. You're that's your that's what you're calling yourself the source. You're supposed to be the source of everything that's got something to do with hip hop, nigga. Something for the older people, the backpack people, the gangster niggas, the street, the club, nigga. And I got somebody for the young people, and y'all not covering it. And so this dude, the young Dylan cat, he been on for a little minute. He's like 14 years old. He had his own TV show. He had a Tyler Perry TV show when he was like eight or nine. And so now he's 14. He's making music. And it's, it's not half bad. It's not bad music either, though. It's not this street for 14 year olds. shit. 14-year-olds. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a 14-year-old shit, but it's 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 modern. You know what I mean? Like, he got the um, like the little Uzi I Wanna Rock type beat that's kind of hot mm -hmm. right now with the with the sample from a, a 2000s hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's yeah, it's know. not bad, actually, but he's just 14. He, you know, he got the he got the the young nigga dread. You know what I'm saying? The short dreads and shit. So he got the look or whatever. But I respect Jermaine Dupree for saying, bro, if the song ain't hot, that, that's fine. That's subjective. What, where's the coverage at, though? Mm. Where's the here's what the here's what the young people could be checking out. Here's the top 10 under 15. Here's the like there's there's none of that. And I do respect that perspective uh, when it comes to especially with somebody with the pedigree of Jermaine Dupree of being someone who has a history of being successful with younger acts. If for nothing else. He should that should get him a, a lead in some type of story, which hip hop DX is covering it. So that's one outlet that's covering it. But I don't know about anyone else. But uh, he, he has a very, very fair point. You brought up a good point because I was already to shit on him because I was going to think if the music was hot, then he would be found. However, you swayed me in your monologue there. I, I agree with that. If you're all hip hop, you're hip hop DX. It's not necessarily do you like this or not, it's presenting it and letting you make the decision as a fan versus Bingo. being a gatekeeper. Yep. And again, if I'm Jermaine Dupree and I had Chris Cross and I've had Bow Wow and I had the Brett, why in the fuck wouldn't you consider that this is one of those generational talents? It ain't like the, I, I don't know this, but I'm, I don't think that JD is knocking at the door of all the major release places with a new young act every year. Right. So if he no. coming to you and telling this young Dylan nigga is nice, like when's the last time he has co-signed a young nigga? You know what I'm going to say so the last you, one. It was Lotto. She was on his show. Hey, look at her. He brought, he said something about that. What was he saying about that? Uh, I think they he said something about He tried to sign her. He tried to sign her, but I think she jumped on with somebody else or whatever. So it, there's a little bit of a two sides every story type situation with how that went down. Mm. But she yeah, was like on I his think... reality show. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. She blew up, as we can see. He had another dude, Jay Ida Prince, who I, I've seen on Sirius and Satellite Radio. He hasn't blown up like she did, but he's still getting some burn. He got a record deal, the whole nine. So he has a history of finding talent. So at worst, that should get him an article. Uh, yeah. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Some, 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 at least uh freshman class type shit or something like that. That's it. That's all mentions or something. Yeah. I agree with that. Cause it's been quiet. The first time I heard of this dude is when mm. I read this. So, and I told you the lane been wide open for a young teenager, bro. the lane is wide open for a 12, 13, 14 year old, like clean cut, People people underestimate the value of clean material. I have had people I have had people that sell podcasts for a living say that there is a huge discrepancy 
and clean material by black creatives, dude, because it's it's much easier to sell that. That stuff always sells, dude. And so the, the young 12, 13, 14-year-old, nigga, the girl's going to want to go to the show. Nigga, the parents got to take the girl. You got to automatically sell two tickets because the parents got to go. Nigga, so that there's, there's so many avenues for that type of artist. I'm shocked that no one else is pushing that. I get it. The street shit is cool. The NBA young boy, I'm angry at everybody. I'm 15, 16, angry at everybody. It's cool. And you can win with that. But the clean shit, man, you it's a, it's a wide open lane for it. That's all I'm saying. Watch. I don't know if it's going to be him, but it's going to be somebody. Somebody will come and do it. Yeah, he, yeah, that makes sense. That makes he ain't sense. bad, though, man. Last one, man, I'm before we get to these wins and these losses. Uh, we spoke to, about the John Morant. We alluded to John Morant earlier. Of course, that's the big thing in the sports world right now, flashing the gun on IG Live again. Uh, several people in hip-hop had comments regarding it. Snoop Dogg, uh, Fat Joe, the game. Um, do you think the uh, the comments and the people weighing in has been fair or foul from the hip-hop community? And follow-up question, because last time this happened, Ja Rule said hip-hop plays a role in why he is doing these things. Should hip-hop take more of a responsibility and what should people do about it? Let's get Ja Rule on the phone so we can <laughs> have a sit no, down one, with him and Ja Rule. Have a sit down with Ja Rule. Absolutely. No, Ja is on to something, bro. I think it's very, very. Ja who? Ja Rule. Okay. <laughs> ja Moran. <laughs> it's very hypocritical, man, when hip hop artists, uh, especially if they've gotten older, they'll sit and say, well, man, he shouldn't be doing this. And nigga, nigga, where do you think he learned this shit from? Going all the way back to his daddy, T, I'm sure he's a big hip hop fan as well. And not to say, that you have to mimic everything that you see on TV. But niggas is impressionable, bro. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with Ja Morant making a mistake. Or two, the response to it when niggas think that, oh, he should be, like, the hypocritical approach towards the response as if the little nigga has to be perfect, bro. I, I It was dumb, absolutely, but kids do dumb shit. Nigga, I've been 23 before. I done done dumb shit. So when niggas get older and act all high and mighty about the dumb shit that niggas do, that hip-hop niggas, like these niggas that are commenting, y'all played a role in this, bro. Like y'all are playing a role riding around and niggas thinking that the gun shit is cool and mimicking the lyrics. You can't knock a nigga like Ja Moran who got all the money and fucking free time in the world if he think like, man, I'm I'm going to get my shit off. Now, is it irresponsible to do? Absolutely, man. It, it's a mistake. However, I think that people are coming down way too hard on the young boy because he's only, again, 23 years old. Like, most of the time, I went to brunches this weekend. Nigga, I pulled up on Mom Dukes. Like, I was surprised at how much of the conversation was. Like, my mama asked me, like, what's this young nigga, John? And then I was at brunch with, like, ladies and people who really weren't sports fans. Everybody was talking about John Morant. Everybody, oh, he's so dumb. Why he got to be so dumb? He just done this dumb. He cost himself this much money. It was a mistake. It was dumb. You can consider it dumb, especially since it's been his second time. But again, like, who don't do dumb shit, bro? I'm not mad, as mad as I am at him, as I am the reaction from our culture about it. Like, I heard niggas on ESPN ready to suspend him for the year. Like, what y'all think he going to do for this year while he ain't playing basketball? Like it doesn't make any sense for them to try to remove probably one of the one things is keeping him grounded enough to where he ain't out here doing some really, really dumb shit. So I I think he made a mistake. I think people are being extremely too hard on. Him. 
Fat Especially hip hop because they played into it. Yeah, Fat Joe said he's the first nigga that's actively trying to get out of the NBA. <laughs> he's trying to get kicked out of the NBA, dude. Like, what are you doing? He said that he said to get get away from the niggas around him. He said they're not your friends. That was his thing. And and here's here's what niggas like Fat Joe, Snoop Dogg, the game, who are they OGs in the game right now. Yes, and and One they and they see Fat Joe. You said real who? quick. One thing about that Fat okay, Joe. Okay, go go. I saw him on Matt Hoffa telling the story about going, his mama still lived in the projects or still lives in now one or the other. And he's talking about how those 30, 40, 50 niggas that hang around there and he paid for everything that they do. Every time they go out, the bills on him, every, it, I fuck with these, these my niggas. And he said he stumbled. He walked up one time. They didn't know he was back there. And he heard them niggas talking about, oh, Joe Crackett done lost it, this, that, and the third. I say that to say it's not like you don't you don't know until you know when it's time to get away from like the niggas around you. And because Fat Joe tells me that if I'm John Moran, it really don't register, especially if he's telling a reporter about it. A lot of these niggas got the, the power and the access to pick up the phone. The most powerful response to that question about John Moran, if I'm Fat Joe or somebody asked me, man, I hit him up. I called him. We talked about it. He ought to be good. Now, I can't speak for what he might do in the future, but I did hit him up and give him my perspective on what he could be doing wrong. These niggas can do that versus going to run to a media outlet and telling them, oh, he's dumb. Go ahead, my man. I mean, Fat, Fat Joe Fat Joe was on IG Live like he likes to do. This is where he was kind of just getting this off. It's it's the hot yeah. topic for doing the weekend. Doing his comedy man. thing. He's doing his t- yeah, but, talk but show people, host. People are going to give thing, yeah. they're going to they're going to give commentary on this. It's a hot topic, dude. And where this is coming from, in my opinion, is that people don't want to see a young black man lose it. They don't want they don't want him they don't want to see anybody crash out. They don't want to see anybody get it and lose it. They don't want to see the opportunity wasted because they understand how difficult it is to get it. And I think that's where the frustrations are coming from. When they say fool me once, shame on mm-hmm. you, fool me, whatever the fuck it is. So this yeah. is the second offense in a very short amount of period of time. And we can't act like this is an everyday thing. There's a lot of 23 year olds in the league. There've been a lot yeah. of twenty-three-year-olds in the league, bro. Not as popular as Ja Morant, though. That's true. That yeah, not everyone's not as popular as Ja for sure. Uh-huh. And a lot of people have jacked off their opportunity, bro, and they don't want to see him do the same. Especially like you said, not as popular as him. That's what makes it crazy. Uh-huh. Now, if this was what, what's the nigga that brought the guns to the Javaris Crittenden or whatever the fuck his name was with with Gilbert uh-huh. Arenas? Nobody gave a shit about Javaris Crittenden, dude, when he brought the straps to the st- Nobody cared. Everybody talked about Gilbert Arenas because he was the nigga that could hoop and he was getting a bag. That's what I'm saying. Like, people want to, if you, when you've reached that level of success and what you could be, bro, don't, niggas don't want to see you crash out. And hip hop is a place of several people who have crashed the fuck out. They have seen friends that have crashed out, people that could have been major that blew it and they don't want to see him say that. So they're coming from a space of that. To be fair, he's 23, so is NBA Youngboy, and they're both on the same type of shit right now. That's what too. he was listening to. That's what he was listening to. And that's what he was listening and, to. And like so, they was in a fucking uh, 96 Ultima. Like, what are you, where are y'all, what are y'all doing to? Well, yeah, that's what, what kind of car was that, bro? bro what the fuck was that? That's crazy. I, if I was John, I like, get in that. But a nigga had like 128 followers on his on his live, bro. Like, who the fuck is this, bro? What are y'all, what are y'all doing, bro? Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> and that's this is gonna sound really arrogant, but you gotta carry yourself like this sometime, bro. Like that nigga pull up, like I don't care who you like. 
I'm not getting I've in, told bro. This to my, yeah, I've told this to my friends from day, like kindergarten. Like, bro, I'm not going with y'all to that shit. Bro, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I'm too important. I got too much shit to lose, bro. And that's just it. However, Fact. John Moran ain't a nigga that didn't grow up. Like, his, we see his dad there. And you are absolutely right. Like, the fear is... And, and I wish that people would frame this better like you just said it. It's not that niggas is as mad as Ja Morant as they are him about to be. A, like, you jacking this opportunity, right. bro. Like, right. we've seen niggas do this, and you're going down the same path. But it seems like everywhere I look, motherfuckers is directing it at him versus, nigga, no, we're trying to prevent you from going that route. Right. And I say that to say... I hate to blame this man, dad, or whoever old in this life, but bro, like you come. I've said this before. Like you're coming with me, bro. You wake up, we going to the gym. We finna go meet these investors. I'm finna pull up on some old head rap niggas. Like what? Whatever my star status has got you as John Morant, daddy. You're now hanging with me now, bro. Yeah. It ain't enough niggas with Ja. It doesn't seem like to like. He seems like he's always in circles where he's the big dog. He's the alpha. You got to be in circles with other motherfuckers who are bigger than you, who are more successful than you. I don't give a fuck if it's a rapper, if it's a businessman in Memphis, if it's some nigga your dad know, if it's whatever, nigga, Puff, Fat Joe, whoever it is, that's where your time need to be allocated, bro. I, I won't even have time to ride around with niggas in the ultimate and flash <laughs> my gun, bro. That should be it. I don't got time to do that. What I want, yeah, absolutely. I'm 23. I got plenty of money. I'd love to do that. But it just so happens today, bro, me and my dad got an 8 o'clock, and then at 12, I'm going to shoot around, and then at 1, I got to meet with the Grizzlies, and then at 2, I got to meet with these investors, and 3, I got to meet with Nike about the color of the shoes. Like, that should be your day, bro. <laughs> when do you have time to chill with a nigga who got 120 Instagram followers, bro? That's the crazy part about it. That's what niggas should be telling them. Like, fill your day up with shit that's going to fulfill you, nigga. Yep. Don't ride around hanging it. And it sounds smug as shit to say, especially like we sitting here from behind our microphone saying it sounds smug as shit to say, like, oh, don't hang with your friends. Don't hang with niggas who ain't got nothing to lose. Nope. You can still be friends with them. Y'all can still have cordial conversations. You can bring them over to the house and control the environment. Yeah. Uh, y'all want to chill? Y'all want to turn up? Y'all want to bring the straps and the bitches and the weed and all the good shit to the crib and pull up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to be outside with y'all niggas. I can't. I can't be outside with y'all niggas. Like, he ought to be thinking like that. Or well, his daddy ought to be grabbing him by the dreads, telling him, man, like, look, nigga, you jackballing this, bro. Here on out, bro, you hanging with me. <laughs> like, check hey, in man. with get up, nigga. That nah, I, I agree a hundred percent. Your your days need to be so busy that by the time they're not, you're 28, 29, 30, and now yeah. you're an outgrew and, and all I don't that even shit. Want to do that, right, <laughs> nigga? I just met with Phil Knight, bro. What I look like sitting in a fucking Camry with this nigga with a, a extendo with the, the clip on it, bro. Like stop, nigga. Hey, that shit, <laughs> bro. Somebody play some Pac for this nigga. Somebody play some else, bro, for this nigga, Anything. dog. Right around listening to NBA Young Boy with. Bro, you too that, rich to be that crazy, angry. Bro. Young boy be angry that on this shit. Crazy. <laughs> he got a yeah, I ain't even yeah, NBA young boy do be mad. <laughs> that nigga be angry <laughs> as fuck. 
I tried to listen to that album. I had to cut it off about four or five songs. I'm like, nah, I, I can't do this. Not saying that the music was bad, but it's just like, nah, like you said, he, I can't. He I can't listen to that all day, mad. bro. Yeah, he was super mad. Yeah, I can't. Reason. I can't. Because after a while, that's going to, it, bro. If you, if that's all you consume, so I think it like that. Bro, that energy is going to be, and I, and I, I, real quick before we, I'm not finna play the whole like blaming on the music because niggas been blaming it on the music for a long time. I'm and I, where where you where that's where parental vi, uh, advice or guidance comes into play or somebody older to get you and to switch that out of that lane. But I remember I used to read, I used to read when I finally got into reading real books, dude. What's the what's the nigga that did Iceberg Slim and Donald Goins. I used to, I was reading, I got, I got a Donald's going, Donald Goins book and I really liked it. And I got like three, four, five more. And I remember my mama seeing me reading it. She said, yo, I'm fucking with you reading. That's dope. Hey, but just switch up the content just a little bit. Cause that's, those are all the same book. If we keep it in a stack, mm-hmm. they're all in the same realm of the crime shit, the pimp shit, whatever, whatever. She was like, nah, that's dope. You reading, but like, can you diversify it just a little bit? Like here go this, <laughs> this run. And that's what made me go get the Russell that Simmons book. Sense. I was like, okay, yeah. now nah, I'll switch it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Read that, but switch it up. Listen to the young boy, but like, switch it up, man. Slow it. Get some sizzles. Slow it down or something. Dude. Anything. <laughs> yes, damn. absolutely. But no, you. we used to try to re- refute that when we were younger, but now that I'm older, I 100, like the music does, that energy got to come out somewhere, bro. Like, I doing so, more studying and understand frequencies and things like that. Absolutely, that shit plays a factor. Like you said, you have that mindset. I, I've said on here, like, most of the shit that I learned, not having a dad or any male mm. figures around, like the male shit that I learned, nigga, Master P, Tupac, Thanks. Pimp C, the, those are the niggas that taught me that shit. So, yep. yeah, the music is, it, it ain't going, in my opinion, make you go shoot up no school or no yeah, shit nah. like that. Yeah. However, it is, like you say, on a day-to-day, like, how am I carrying myself? How am I presenting myself to my friends and other people? Music absolutely plays a part in that, bro. For sure. If you let it. If you let it, if you're not cognizant of it, like you said, right. if you don't have someone like your mom that came and said, hey, that's cool. I ain't even trying to take it from you. Right. Keep doing it, but check this out as well. Yeah, that's Fortunately, it. I had someone like that as well to be able to do that for me. Yeah, so don't seem like Ja. T, get on your job, bro. Come on, T. <laughs> T, get on your grizzly. but on T. That's funny. <laughs> All right, man, we're going to do some wins and some losses before we get out of here with our weekend review with the On Deck TV show. First winner or loss, A.B., Rihanna, and ASAP had a birthday for their son this weekend with a name reveal. Mm-hmm. Wait for it. RZA. Okay. That's a win. Think about that. That's a win? Yeah, that's a win. I ain't mad at that. Um, I, I don't mind the naming after rap acts. I think that's, that's kind of cool. Uh, I don't know Rich which last name bad. they took. Her name is her last name is Fenty, and his last name she pro- he probably took her last name. Uh, <laughs> Stop, bro! Ain't they married? Huh? Ain't they married? Hey, sub rocking? Are they not married? Oh. No. Nah. Okay. Um, his last name is Myers. It probably is Fenty. <laughs> if they not married, <laughs> baby definitely, definitely took Fenty. her last Rizzo name. Fenty is one hundred percent it. No, nah, but his last name is Myers. So Rizza Myers or Rizza Fenty. I'm not mad at Rizzo that. Rizza Myers um, Fenty. He's named Dang. after a rapper. His mom named him after Rakim. So that's his name is Rakim. So he's oh, keeping cool, the, Yeah, that's, that's what I'm cool. saying. He's keeping it going. I'm not mad at that. Rizza's dope. Hmm, that's really cool. Rizza the Speaking name, of, not the artist. I can't listen to this. My, my mom was telling me over the weekend, she, um, her husband's grandson had a child. Mm-hmm. And they named the child Tennessee. Was it a boy? It's a girl. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's going to be rough. Tennessee not easy to spell, though. Like That's going to be rough. Tennessee? Ten- what's That's going to be rough. If it, if the right last name, it can flow, though. If it flows with the last name. Uh, you ain't got to play it. You ain't got to blaze it, but I'm saying. Yeah, I ain't going to say it right here. I'm trying to think of what it is, though. If it flows, then that then that, that may work. I don't think it flows. Damn. Now that I'm thinking of the last name, it's even worse. I'll tell you when we get off air. Oh, man. <laughs> Now that I'm thinking of it, yeah, it really don't work. Because you can have a unique first name if it flood. There's an actress. Her name is January. And you would be like, well, her name is January Jones. And it's like, oh, okay, that kind of flows, though. And, yeah, and you're yeah. an actress, so nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like one of those given names. That's true. Yeah. Shout out to Tennessee and Rizzo, man. For sure. All right, man. Next, winner or loss, Hit Boy been in his bag lately doing everything with Nas and everything of this nature. His dad just got out. His dad's a rapper. He did like 17 years, I want to say. And Hit Boy provided his dad with a feature on his new track. Win or a loss? Yeah, that's a win, man. Hit Boy's dad had got out a couple years ago. I didn't know he went back in. Um, big hit. The last song they did when he got out was banging. That G's ain't supposed to cry. That was banging. And then this that. one is called uh, Hustling. It was All My Life, A Hustle or something like that. Mm. I, forgot, I forgot what it's called, but it's banging too. Though. And his his dad be ripping it though. Really? And like where, that old where, school kind of way. From? Huh? Where they from? Cali. Dad, you don't know? That's oh, LA I shit. Know. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he on that LA gang, shit. Gangster. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Thanks. All right, man. Last one of lost before we get out of here. A B just this week. Young Dolph's killer was released on 90K. Bail. Mm. Young Dolph's family actually approved of this. They said it, it would be okay with them for him to be released on de- bail. Interesting. Uh, if the People family the say com- it's okay, then that's a dub, I guess. God damn, I don't know what that's because that bond, that bail seemed kind of low though. It for murder, it does seem kind of low, which makes me. I'm wondering what's going on here. This is all strange. This is strange. Usually, you don't even get bail on murder. That's and what I'm saying. Less than a million, especially in a high profile case like this. So nine ninety thousand is crazy. People in the comments, this this is how ratchet Memphis is. <laughs> this is Memphis in a nutshell. People in the comments were saying, yes, the judge realizes that he's gonna get street justice and they'll let them take care of it when he's out. <laughs> oh shit. That would be crazy. Memphis so ratchet. Yeah, if somebody killed him, I'd be shocked. That well, actually, fun. I would not be shocked. That's Memphis in a nutshell. Basically, um, hey man, real quick, uh, we are going to on deck of the week. We're taking it to YouTube. Shout out to Malik Cooper. Um, he said, You guys are not going to want to miss this versus referring to the Puff and the JD. Um, he said, Man, they got massive hits, only not even from back in the day, man, but also like singers and all this type of shit, man. So they are saying it is going to be amazing. We agree, we will be tapped in whenever it happens, if it happens in September. So appreciate you, Malik Cooper. Um, do you got anything to put me on? Yes, it's not it's an oldie but goodie and obvious one. If you ain't, man, listen, if you're not watching succession, please get your life. Yeah. That was the topic of conversation in several different places that I went to this weekend in Nashville, man. So if you ain't tapped in succession, man, try it out. I put my mom on it, she started fucking with it. Just just that's the fire ass TV show. It's three episodes left, man. So my put on this week is succession, man. And makeshift tequila bar. If you're in Nashville, go check it out. Absolutely. Um, two put ons real quick. The, I, I said this last week, but the dear mama wrapped up and it was fire. They stuck the landing. I'm proud to say, 
uh, probably some of the best Pac shit. There's over 18 documentaries on Pac. This is the probably the best one. It's right up there with the Tupac Resurrection. Uh, this shit was fucking fire. I highly recommend you checking that out. <clears throat> and then one more. Um, shout out to my guy L. Man, he hit me up and said I need to check out this joint on Paramount Plus called Rabbit Hole. I started the first episode. I did like it. It's got your boy from Twenty Four on there. Uh, some spy espionage twist and turn shit. So I'm I'm checking it out, man. So good looking on that. Put on for my guy L. Telling me to check it yeah. out. They cooking on that rabbit hole. We got yeah, yeah, this TV in now. It's over for that. <laughs> they finna, the writers finna be on strike about two years. They said, "Oh, that's true." That ain't nothing. That's some slaw. Uh, man, appreciate y'all tapping in as always. Ten years, almost to the day. I believe the well, actually it is today, the fifteenth, with the day we're recording this. I believe is when the very first episode was published. Either fifteenth or the thirteenth. I can't remember. It's been ten years, so excuse Man. my memory but that's fucking crazy triple salute to some people listening that have been listening since that first episode which is even Absolutely, more insane man. so uh, salute you. to y'all man we appreciate it yes sir people have grown from 30s to 40s from 20s to 30s with us man if you've been rocking since day one matured we appreciate y'all and everything that y'all have put in to help us get to this place absolutely man Till the next time we are back uh, we'll be out shit all of them yeah.